Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Look Back Podcast with Sam and Maddie. Thank you for tuning in. We are brought to you by DrRoto.com. Get your daily prescription of fantasy sports. Maddie, how the hell are you after this crazy week 16? We've got to talk playoffs, championships, and some crazy touchdowns that I know that you're ready to kick us off with right off the bat. The big man touchdowns made not even just my entire week, the entire season. I was on <laughs> cloud nine. So many people were in my DMs like, did you see this one? Did you see that one? Even my papa knew. Like My papa Aww. called me and said, did you see the offensive lineman scored? Bless his heart. He had no idea that two others did before him, but it was fine. That's adorable. I love it. It was awesome. Aww. Yeah. And Lane Johnson's one of my favorite players like ever. So I was just pumped. It was such a good weekend. I love it. Yeah. So let's go. Let's break down the how you like to call them the thick sixes. Let's break them down by your favorites because there were oh, so we're many. Ranking them? Yeah. Let, like, I want you to rank them because I know that these are cherished moments for you. So I want you to fully dissect them however you'd like to. Oh, man. Okay. So that we can fully enjoy them. So the Lane Johnson one had to be num my number one. I okay. think I have some bias there, but that was my number one. But he jumped up into the stands after. It was just, it was a beautiful, magical moment. And yes, you saw him standing there for so long, I felt like, in the end zone. And he was wide open. And I was like, was he eligible? I wasn't paying that much attention to it. And I was like, yes. oh, my gosh. So it felt like it happened in slow motion, that one. Yes. And then, it was a late call, too, of like, and he was eligible. It's like, yeah. thank you. Could you not be more on the ball with that so we could breathe? <laughs> I know. I was watching at a sports bar, and everybody was like, what just happened? Is that, can that happen? And yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the Terrence Steele one, I really liked just because I'm a big fan of him. I feel like he's put in a lot of hard work this offseason and he came back and he's doing well this year. So that was really exciting. Nice. And then, uh, okay, so this one isn't a thick six, but it's a thick pick six, which okay. also counts. Definitely and D-Law, I mean, he he hits it first. Yeah. He bats it back to himself and then he returns it for six. And that was crazy. The self that was good. <laughs> That's unbelievable. What an athletic move. And then we can go yeah. to the uh McDermott. Yeah, we're gonna go him. And then Richardson. Richardson was cool, but it was a mistake by Trevor Lawrence. So it's not as cool if it wasn't designed or it wasn't like super athletic. Yeah, you know? it wasn't planned. Like it was a little bit just trying to save save the day kind of a moment which you love yeah. him being that aware that sells a lot about the player to be have that self-awareness of what's going on with the play it broke down things aren't going well how can i help like that's yes. definitely good um, i appreciate the hustle but i mean just to even have five to rank are you yeah. kidding me I know. That's why I thought we had to start off with it this week because there were so many that's like there there's enough that you could rank them by your favorites. Yes. And now I got to get all this thick six merch going. Like I got to get it yes, all you do. so I can wear it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, you know, I'm a graphic designer as my like actual job. Like yes. I could come up with some sort of cool graphic. We could do some sort of offensive lineman graphic create this amalgam of a man on the front and then he could do like a spike and then it could just say thick six like behind him really big i'm obsessed 
please like, make that this would be happen. so good okay we'll make this happen this will be our side project everyone make sure that you keep following us on our twitter handles down here just to make sure that when these this merch comes out that you guys jump on the train because this is a fantastic hashtag we got to yes. get it going i will be so annoying with it too you won't be able to miss it if you follow me you're gonna know <laughs> we'll get yetis made and we'll have it on the front like it'll, it'll be a super thing it'll be a whole thing yes <laughs> I love it. I'm All right. Let's talk about a couple of the players. We're going to go just by position across the week on how everyone performed. Let's start off at the top with Justin Herbert and the Chargers going ahead and underwhelming all of their fans, their small fan base that mm. they have, um, but also just with Houston having this huge upset on them and really capping Justin Herbert's value for the week. I mean, he did have over 300 passing yards, but he only had one touchdown, which if you were in a playoff position, you were very upset, underwhelmed, and even more upset by the two interceptions that he had. An absolute brutal week for him. Yeah, you can tell that they were definitely the Chargers as a whole were affected by COVID. Like Eckler being out was huge for them. Yeah, huge for them. Um, Then we could talk about his replacement when we get to running backs later because he was definitely uh, someone that even Eckler himself went on Yahoo Sports and said, "Hey, if since mm -hmm. I'm not going to be able to play, you guys should be starting Justin Jackson." So just goes ahead to show, make sure to pay attention. Touchdowns, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. He had himself. I mean, he stepped in. I know people are sick of hearing me say this, but I'm sick of watching the right side of that line. It's such a problem, and somebody's got to do something about it. Yeah, they're going to have to do something about that to fix it ASAP because it was just brutal to watch him just have this onslaught coming, and it was just no end in sight. And you could tell they couldn't, he couldn't get his feet under him the whole game. It was never, he was never going to be able to right the ship with the way that things were going. It was just very disappointing. And that's such a consistent thing with the Chargers. It happens, you can, tell if the Chargers going to win or lose by literally like the first offensive drive because what happens is he so Herbert is a rhythmic quarterback and if you disrupt that at all at the beginning he can't bounce back from that I don't know what it is but if you can get after him that first drive and blow that up he can't recover and that's exactly what they did yeah and they should not have won Really, the no. Texans shouldn't have beat the Chargers. No, they shouldn't have. But I think it also is a testament to the fact that, you know, there's these teams where you think, okay, well, they're going to be playing, they're going to tank. There's like this intentional tanking mindset of, well, you know, why are we even playing this person? Why are we even trying to do this? You know, we're just play for draft picks. But it also shows a lot in their locker room and other teams as well that we can talk about um, them just trying to be present and win just for the sake of winning, just to continue this competitiveness. And I think the Texans have been doing that a lot as of very late, very little too late to make themselves viable for the playoffs. But at the same time, this is a huge win for them, I think, as a culture, because when you look at the Texans franchise, they've got a litany of other issues they've had to deal with the last Mm -hmm. couple of years. So to have the team go out and get a win like this, that's a huge win for them. And so that's just for the players alone. That's, I think, a really big thing for them. And then I'm thinking about what's the other team I wanted to mention. Uh, Oh, the Lions, too, and how they're, you know, they're trying so hard to play well for Dan Campbell. And it's great to see the players that are putting in that level of effort for their coach. Um, Thanks, Kyle, for tuning in. We appreciate you. Thanks, Kyle. No, I (laughs) I totally agree with you. We're going to be better about putting these comments up, too. Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize we had so many comments. We right had in. so many comments. Thank you, Albert, for tuning in. We appreciate you. He's saying good evening, ladies. Uh, Kyle, <laughs> Sam going right for the tough questions. She you does know. that. She's good at that. <laughs> I don't. They're not tough. 
What's up, Will? I appreciate Will. He's the best. He had such a nice tweet for us last week. He did. I really appreciate him. He's a fantastic supporter of not just like fantasy sports, but women in fantasy sports. He's such a good supporter. We love. Love you guys joining and having a good chat with us. Albert saying Chargers defense minus three points. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of. I think I could have run through the Chargers defense. Give me the ball. I can tuck. I can ball protect. We both could have. Yeah. It yeah. Would, have, yeah. <laughs> would have been ridiculous. Um, but yeah, Kyle jumping in there saying, sorry, that's crazy. Uh, good process to play against Houston. Yeah, it was it was a crazy game for sure. Um, and we can talk about defense as well, because I know a lot of people either won or lost because of the Cowboys defense and the way that they played last night, because that was yeah. also a ridiculous game. Um, but let's stick with the quarterback position and talk about Matt Stafford, because I know that he underwhelmed a lot of fantasy managers this weekend, having just under 200 passing yards, one touchdown and three, three. interceptions. Like, ouch. He said it himself. He's <laughs> like, I didn't have a good day. No, good. And at least with him, he we being agree. the veteran presence he is, he 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 owns up to when he's had a bad day. But you know, I had a bad day doesn't get us our championships for fantasies. So yeah, that was brutal. But at least Patrick Mahomes saved himself and had another fantastic week, having three passing touchdowns, two hundred and fifty-eight yards. Um, so you love that he had a fantastic game against my Steelers. It is what it is. We're gonna rebuild. That Let's game was on. so hard to watch. It was painful. I was like, can we be done? Can we? Can we be done? think everybody felt that way it was i just wanted it to be over so bad and it is really sad that this is how big ben's gonna go out like he should have he should have just bit the bullet and called it quits a couple years ago like go out on a high yeah i i understand that wanting to go out on a high for the organization for your teammates and all these things and then also thinking like you know well you know, we could bring it back next year we can run it back but it's just all you know, 2020 hindsight is the whole issue. And you're just like, okay, well, that would have been the year to do it, not this year. And it just sucks that, you know, we don't have any kind of support to help even try and win out at the end, just to like give him that high at the end. We just are so depleted dealing mm-hmm. with plenty of other injuries as well. Um, I'm pretty sure TJ Watt is playing hurt, very hurt. And he shouldn't be playing um, because he, he's just not looking like himself either. And there's just a lot of pieces that are not connecting. So yeah. it's brutal. Um, obviously, hopefully better things ahead. And I did get a Najee Harris jersey for Christmas. So. <gasps> Yay. What a good jersey to have, too. Things are going to get better. Going to get better. I even it's think fine. I always I always trash on the offensive line, but I even think the offensive line will get a little bit better once we have a new quarterback in there. Yes. I will say they did pan over and they'd had this shot of Ben on the sidelines and he had like all of his teammates around them. And all I could think about is, do you remember that scene from Billy Madison when he's sitting crisscross applesauce with like all the little kindergartners? Yeah. Like that's what I feel like big Ben looked like. I'm like, you're too old. You gotta go. <laughs> I, I can totally see that. Like it's exactly what it looks like. Trying to just relive some of the glory days. I mean, I appreciate that. You know, I mean, he's definitely someone that had he not had, you know, probably his last big injury, he would have looked much different this season. Um, he can't but move. Yeah. He can't. But, I mean, he's just – he's never been a mobile quarterback. You know, he's he's built like a lineman. He was a lineman in high school. And, like, he's just a big boy. He, he, it's hard to move all of that man around. Like, that's a lot of dude. It is a lot of dude. It's a lot of dude. It was um, really great for the Chiefs, though. They, I feel like – well, before CEH got hurt, I mean, yeah. incredible run. 
Yeah. And I'm happy that they're utilizing the run game a little bit more. They I mean, it's definitely saved that. the offense, honestly, at this point in the season yeah. where you see Mahomes struggling. He still doesn't look like 100% himself, totally normal, what we expect to see. But at least they're being able to utilize the running game to offload some of the, the pressure for people like Tyree Killed. Obviously, Travis Kelsey was out this weekend. That hurt a lot of fantasy managers as well. So they're having to find other ways to win. And in this meantime, in this interim between now and the playoffs, they need to stay strong because there are so many teams that are just back and forth and they, at least they won't home field advantage with this win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like the skill players actually stepped up and played though. They stepped they up did. and they did what they were, what they needed to do. They so, got the job done for, I was pretty, for a lot of people. Yeah. I was pretty uh, impressed. Albert did throw this one in there, though. Uh, Tyreek Hill with only four points this week. Yeah, uh, that's not good. <laughs> the ball was a little bit more spread out this week. Yeah. Speaking about how uh, Mahomes is having to make a lot of crazy things work, I think that Byron Pringle, did he have two touchdowns? He had a fantastic day as well. He did, um, and even um, – I think I'm going to say this and then it's like, yeah, he had next. two. He was six for seven with 75 okay. yards. Insane. I was going to say, I think he had over eight. No. Yeah. 75 yards. Okay. Which is just, you know, when you're looking at fantasy too, and you're thinking, Oh, who'd be the one behind him? I would have said Nicole Hardman. I would have said a couple other people besides Byron Pringle, but mm-hmm. you know, that's but just how the are. chips fall. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about more quarterbacks before we move on to the rest of the skill positions. Obviously, Kyler Murray had himself a, just a fine day. Nothing uh, surprising to me, considering they were going against the Colts. Um, he definitely got more done than I thought he would get done, so that's good. Josh Allen looked really good. Jalen Hurts got himself Josh a Josh Allen week. looked incredible. He looked fantastic. Um, Tom Brady with another underwhelming week, though. And, I mean, he did have Antonio Brown that he was able to get the ball to, and that was great but just not what i was no weapons right now he has no weapons but he's still he's tom brady like he's made so much work with so much less like i i don't get it like he he definitely gronk was there he's there and available and he's getting yeah he he was open there was definitely opportunities so i'm not allowing those excuses of like oh he had players hurt he's tom brady he can make anything work to any person they've got the jets next week it will be a better week against the jets for sure are you saying that tom brady's getting in tom brady's way i think tom brady's getting in tom brady's way i just wanted to hear you say it thank you for clarifying you're welcome tom brady got in his own way tb12 himself into a loss which was brutal (laughs) um okay talking i want to talk about another quarterback who's underwhelmed the last three weeks and finally showed up because the washington football team wasn't aware that they had a game last night but Dak prescott threw for four touchdowns crying out loud just and prescott probably could have given jerry jones a touchdown at that point he could have made it happen for anybody yeah and the defense alone as well just it was an insane game just didn't i would say the offense i'm gonna go out Okay, I don't think that the offense would have performed as well if the defense wouldn't have come out and played lights out. I really don't. Oh, I, I think that they, they brought the energy and they it did. just trickled down into the offense. Yep. I think that when you've got a defense that's firing in all cylinders like that, you know, it, as an offense, you just have to show up and just 
get your job done. You don't have to be the superstar because you have this insane defense. Micah Parsons is just on another level with a fantastic trajectory for his career. Uh, All over the field, too. It's unbelievable. Trayvon Diggs just, you know, adding, padding his stats for the season with another interception as well. That was fantastic to see. Lots of stars across the board, across that defense. They looked really good. I don't know what Dan Campbell's doing to get them fired up, but it's working. Like, <laughs> I would run through, just like all yeah, right before. Just, like, it's got to be something crazy. I would run through a brick wall for him at this point. <laughs> Yeah, it feels like the players have that energy too. Like every they time do. they run out on defense, like you don't want to face this defense. It is a brutal defense. If they push through and they can get further into the playoffs, it will be because of this defense, like that and, they're able to do these things. And it's crazy because if you actually watch what's happening, none of them are coming out and lining up in the same spot each play, each drive, nothing. They are bouncing around the field like ping pong balls. And it's unbelievable that they're so good at every position. Yeah. But that's why they're hard to stop is because you don't know what's coming at you. You can see, okay, I have Micah Parsons right there, but you don't know where everybody else is or what he's even doing. You can't predict anything. They're all just really firing on all cylinders. They're everything feels in sync. Um, It's a fan. It's a fun defense to watch. Like it, when, when you see them out on the field and you see them and you see the offense trying to make a move, I'm more excited to watch how the defense is going to react to that offense in any game that I'm watching them than anything else. Oh, absolutely. It's beautiful. Beautiful defense. <laughs> beautiful defense. Love to see it. And Dak put up these numbers with being taken out in the third quarter. He didn't even play the fourth quarter. I know. <laughs> That's what's wild to me. That is crazy. It doesn't make any sense, but it makes tons of sense. At the I will time. say Zeke is not Zeke without Pollard there. No. And his fumble, like, that was thankfully they were up, but I'm, I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know if he's still hurt or what, but I have not been impressed with him. He didn't even, he had a couple of missed blocking assignments this week, which yeah, wasn't I, a big deal because they were up so much. But at the same time, in a tight game, you got to fix those mistakes. Definitely. It'll be interesting to see how they fare against Arizona next week. Um, obviously, Zeke had. Uh, he had a catching touchdown. He had a running touchdown. He had nine attempts for 37 yards. He, the touchdowns are what kind of saved his day. Cause he didn't have a mm-hmm. crazy amount of volume there. Um, but it will be interesting to see how things shake out against Arizona. I mean, going forward, I agree. Pollard is definitely still a flex worthy option as well, just cause he's so well utilized. Mm-hmm. Um, pulling up his numbers now. Yeah. I mean, he gets used in the passing game. I mean, he, he didn't have an insane game because he didn't get the touchdowns, but he's right there in the mix, in the work. Um, but I'm telling you, Zeke doesn't score like that if Pollard's not in the game. And that's what no. you have to watch is if you're a Zeke owner, you've got to see if Pollard's going to be playing or not. And yeah. I don't know why it is, but that is the way it is right now. <laughs> Somehow it helps It is what it is. It is what it is. Somehow it works. Um, but let's talk about the other running back leaders of the week. We talked about Justin Jackson earlier. He had two rushing touchdowns which was fantastic if you were just Mm -hmm. in a desperate need and you needed to throw someone in there because Eckler was out you were very happy with that I mean in one league that I'm looking at he had over 34 fantasy points he had 11 attempts for 64 rushing yards he was eight of nine on his catches and just under 100 receiving yards with 98 yards insane numbers absolutely insane and who would have thought 
If Eckler misses another week, which we don't know if he will or not, although knowing how active he is on social media, I'm sure he will be very quick to let everyone know whether or not he's playing. Everybody's going to know. Yeah. Everyone's going to know. It's not going to be a mystery. At least there's not that mystery. Like, you have to kind of wonder with some teams, and there's always like, oh, well, maybe they're not going to yeah. release that. You know, he's not practicing, but, like, there's not a mystery with Austin Eckler. He knows how fervent we are with our fantasy news and knowledge, and so he's helping us out. So at least you have that. So. If you have him, make sure you're following him on all forms of social media. Um, yes. Albert jumping in here and saying that uh, Burrow to Higgins stack, though, this weekend, that was also a very tasty fantasy stack. T. Higgins is just mismatched city. Well, first of all, we have to, you guys have to acknowledge the fact that the Ravens had like their four string, not even on the practice squad, people being signed and going to play. The secondary was absolutely terrible. Eckler yeah. was activated off the COVID list today is what Albert says. Thank you, Albert. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, no, the Ravens, they were playing with half of a team. So we'll start off with that. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean. And honestly, they didn't look terrible coming out the first half. You guys all know how I feel about Villanueva. Yeah. <laughs> we know. You haven't you haven't been shy about it. <laughs> um, I have not been shy about it. I'm going to tell you what. I I was thinking about this, and this could just be my daydreaming. I do this a lot. Mm-hmm. But if somehow we could get the entire Eagles offensive line moved to Baltimore and just have Lamar Jackson be, play behind that line, they're going to the Super Bowl. I don't even care what's happening on defense. Like That's how confident I am. And... But then the defense, the I would say the opposing argument to that would then be like, well, then can Jalen Hurts take the Eagles to the Super Bowl with that offensive line? Would the argument then be that the rest of the Eagles would get in their way of that? I would say if you – let me answer it this way. If you took Jalen Hurts out of Philly, Jalen Hurts would be a nobody. If you gave okay. him a different line, he would be nothing. That's – I think that kind of answers that question. It does. In a nice way. In the nicest possible. (laughs) It was so polite. Boomer sooner. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. Um, Okay, but let's talk about some more running backs from that game in particular. Let's talk about Joe Mixon, who had a down week against Denver, but did bounce back against Baltimore. He's got Kansas City coming up and then Mm -hmm. Cleveland. Is he someone that seeing this huge game out of him obviously he had a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown he had 65 rushing yards he had 70 receiving yards six for six on catches taking this momentum do you feel like you're confident that he's going to hit at least 20 points for you against Kansas City I think Kansas City he absolutely can okay because their defense did look pretty good I mean I know it was against my Steelers but they did manage to slow up Najee Harris quite a bit so I just wonder how you feel about him about that line against him in particular okay they did but then you also have to think about the Bengals have such crazy talent that can be on the outside are you really going to pull everybody down and blitz and shut down the run or and leave the backfield open you, or are you going to play it safe? Open, Tyler Boyd so, open, T. Higgins open, yes. I think that there's definitely going to be some laps in coverage, and Joe Mixon takes advantage of that. I mean, yep. you give him one opening and he's gone. I definitely. think that the middle of the field will be targeted a lot, but it's they're going to have to choose. Are you going to come down and stop the run, or are you going to shut everybody down on the outside? And there's so much talent on that team. 
I don't think Kansas City is going to be able to effectively stop him. No, I, I, I definitely agree with that. I feel like that when you have a team like like the Bengals and you have any kind of multifaceted offense that isn't run through one single player, it makes it much harder to shut down any single end. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to, they're, they're going to be vulnerable a couple times for Mixon. So I think he will capitalize. I don't think he's going to have as crazy of a game as he just did. Um, no. But I think that he's going to be able to get you uh, some good numbers for a championship matchup. Um, I do too. And he's going to be used as a decoy. So if he's not going off, Higgins is. Oh, for sure. I have Higgins in uh, in the Dynasty League, and I'm very pleased with my Higgins shares right now. I'm very pleased. As you should be. Watching As those mature, just like any other stock. I'm not so going to start talking about stocks because I don't have stocks. But <laughs> let's talk about another running back that you maybe started, maybe didn't, maybe was someone sitting in the waiver wire that you're looking at this week. But Rex Burkhead just had an insane day against the Chargers. Unbelievable. <laughs> and now, if you have him, you're starting him next week because why would you not? Because <laughs> why would you not? You're in a desperation mo- mood and mode and you're trying to just save your season. They do have take on San Francisco, but clearly the Texans are playing like there is no tomorrow for them and that makes them very dangerous people little tiny quote from their placements right there for you but i just feel like this is he just absolutely went off he had almost 150 rushing yards with two rushing touchdowns and he even caught himself two passes you know this is just one of those crazy moments i don't know that he's going to make my stock watch article this week because i feel like it is a bit too fluky to then bank full you know um, championships on but hey definitely worth a flyer in at least one dfs lineup i mean you might as well and yeah, the 40 yeah the 49ers couldn't really stop the run this week a sustainable run so yeah you might as well i i would start them why not there's not it's not like you have any other crazy options right now i know if you're if you're someone that also just maybe you survived, um, but you just lost, uh, who are a couple of the running backs that we lost this weekend? Um, Darrell Henderson ended up going out and he, he's probably not going to end up playing and coming back because it looks like he re-aggravated that injury. Leonard Fournette is out. Um, if you're someone that just got by with a couple of those other random running backs that got you through to this point and now they're out, maybe this is a situation for you that you'd be starting him. Crazier things. I forgot to put that up there. I agree, Kyle. But I will say that the Titans' offensive line, unbelievable. I don't know what got into them. I was watching them just in awe. I mean, absolutely in awe. And really, there were a couple of times Foreman didn't hit his holes. And I don't know what's up with that, but repeatedly did not hit his holes. He could have been gone for a touchdown. Minimum 15, 20-yard gain. um, Because there was just nobody there. So, yes, Kyle, I agree with that, but also the Titans' offensive line just just murdered this weekend. They won in the trenches. That's why they won. Yeah. No, I definitely hear you on that. All right. Damian Harris also had himself a fantastic week. He was in the top five as well with three rushing touchdowns, over 100 rushing yards. You love to see it. Um, Damian Harris went off. He absolutely went off. Yeah. Against Buffalo in a matchup that I think, you know – given the last time that they saw each other we didn't have the highest of expectations necessarily for huge um oh yeah james robinson with his torn achilles thank you albert i knew there was another big running back that went out this weekend um all the sad emojis because that was brutal i did not want to see him go out um but yeah when you're looking at the new england and the buffalo game um obviously 
Josh Allen did Josh Allen things and he took notes. He took the loss that they had against the Patriots before, learned a lot from it, and they came out and they came to play. But at least when if you started Damian Harris, you were really happy with this output. Yeah. And the Bills didn't have to punt the entire game, which is insane. Yeah. No. They didn't even have Cole Beasley, which is like his go-to guy. It is his go-to guy. I don't know. It's his security blanket. I don't know that he's going to see him the rest of the season, though. He's got he's got some uh, off-the-field things going on with uh he's got some fines to pay so i think that he might have to pick up a second drama pick up a second job job, you know to like to help pay off those uh those little covid fines no big deal no big deal you know it's just like over a hundred thousand dollars in fines no big deal he's got a he can just do a commercial you know what's wild is he was so crazy vocal about it too like i would just not be that vocal that's why i feel like he gets fined even more yeah just just Keep it on the down low. Keep it on the down low. We all know that everyone gets crazy. Just hide your crazy a little. Hide your crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the takeaway from the last two Pretend years. like your your first two weeks in a relationship. You don't show you're crazy until like yeah, the Don't month. unpack that baggage. You think that yeah. we just allow that baggage to go. No. Hide the crazy. You're be strategic with the so crazy. So you can get so you're offered that first drawer. Okay, now I have a drawer. And then, then wait until your toothbrush that, is in and then you're golden. Then unload the all of the baggage of the crazy hey you let me have a drawer here this is all your fault now so honestly we give such good advice on this show i don't know why the nfl doesn't just hire us such good advice (laughs) we're really good at it um all right let's talk about people that underwhelmed cordero patterson underwhelmed again at this point can we even say that he underwhelmed because he's been so underwhelmed this whole he's, season he's Cordero Patterson's had a fantastic start to the season and he had some very good Went games so he cold. had some huge breakout games but he has gone from hot his hottest week uh, after playing New England when he was out was against Jacksonville mm-hmm. and he had the two touchdowns and he had over 100 yards rushing but then it started to taper off then he didn't have a touchdown and then he had one touchdown but only 58 yards and then he didn't have a touchdown and then hardly had any yards and then this weekend he had one touchdown barely saved your fantasy day barely, and that was it and now they've got buffalo and the saints this is not a lineup that i'm excited about playing against no especially because the saints are going to be healthy by the time you see them yes absolutely and uh yikes 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 that's all i've got to say so maybe i would be looking elsewhere instead of trying to roll out patterson again if you manage to sneak in a win and you're going for your championship i would yeah, I would seriously look at other members of my roster to try and get another win elsewhere because that was brutal. I agree with that. Take a step back. Take a step back. Reassess. Aaron Jones, another top uh, running back that didn't have a fantastic week. He just got kept out of the end zone, which is brutal. Um, but it was also kind of one of those weird games where it kind of felt like Aaron Rodgers needed to air it out. Like it just, it didn't fit his scheme for this matchup, just especially with miles Garrett, there, just trying to do anything he t- could to get at Rodgers, which, you know, appreciate the, the man <laughs> putting in that level of effort, but um, it definitely helped slow down the running game. And I just wonder if against Minnesota, he'll have a little bit more success. I, I hope so for the Packers' sake because, honestly, that was horrific. The Browns should have put – if Baker would have even played average, 
it would have been no question Browns win. No. And I feel like they looked like they looked they, like the exact same team against um, the Ravens. And really, the only reason that they played well was because of Lazard, yeah. which I was really impressed with him. I yeah. mean, he put in the extra effort to go ahead and get that touchdown, make it past the pylon. Um, he made an insane one-handed catch that was beautiful. But I'm also an Aaron Rodgers hater. So. Are you? So, I did not know this. I'm so learning. I'm learning. I'm trying to think if there's a quarterback I hate. I, I honestly cannot stand him. Um, I mean, I used to really hate Tom Brady, but that's because I had to watch him absolutely pummel my Steelers just oh, like yeah. all the time. So I didn't like that. Um, the I thing is, it's like, I don't, I cannot like Brady in certain situations, but I have so much respect for him. So much I have yeah. no respect for Aaron Rodgers and it's because of all the off field drama. Like sure. yeah. I probably could respect him as a player on the field, but I can't because of all the off field drama. And yeah. you're sitting here like that. Lazard saved the game. I'm just going to say it. For yeah. the Packers, Lazard saved the game. And this is the same receiver that you talked about at the beginning of the season, saying that you had no talent on your team and that you weren't going to come back until you could get guys that you wanted who were talented. And yeah. this is the guy who's making plays for you right now. Ooh. Yeah. Spicy. No, I'm on my box that. now. I'm getting I, off. I feel it. I feel it. But you know what? I also I respect it because I know how much you love the game as much as I do. Um, I'm trying to think if there's a quarterback I hate. Um, I think it's just any – I really don't like Daniel Jones, and I never liked Eli Manning either. So maybe it's just Giants quarterbacks I just don't like. I mean, it's not, not a bad thing to say. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Kyle. No. Worst human quarterbacks have to be Ben and Jameis Winston. Ah. Uh, I know. The worst? The worst, though? I don't think the worst. I think we have some other people that are uh, <clears throat> a little bit. Kind of in te Texas right now. Yeah. Um, no. A bit. No names. No names, but rhymes with Schmashman sh Schwatzen. <laughs> no clout given on this podcast. Nope. <laughs> Done. Anyways. <laughs> Should we talk about receivers? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's talk about other receivers that absolutely killed it this weekend. Tops of the list. T Higgins, who we talked about earlier, had a fantastic week. Over 43 fantasy points, depending on your format. He had two receiving touchdowns, almost 200 receiving yards. Crying out loud. Six yards shy of that. 194 yards. You love to see it. 12 of 13. We were talking about the depth that they have at talent there in the Bengals. And it's... When you're covering Jamar Chase, who is also an insanely talented receiver, fantastic, fantastic at the position, and then you think, well, he's got to find somebody else. Mm -hmm. you got plenty to be scared about now when you see a player like that have such an insane individual performance. Absolutely. I mean, I, we've talked about it. They use Mixon as a ploy so that it opens up the outside, and who, who are you going to try to take down? You have to decide – there's, you can't you can't go man and not have either Chase or Higgins win. You just can't. And Higgins is like one big tall string bean. He's like the perfect target. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, he's, he's he's filling in everything that I originally thought Auden Tate would fill in a couple years back when okay. they first got him because he's so tall. I was like, oh, this is the perfect red zone threat. Love him for this team, but he hasn't panned out he's on IR now um so but Higgins fills in that need of having that big tall target which is fantastic 
obviously, if you have to shut down Jamar Chase, you do. But then you've got Tyler Boyd, who also had a decent week as well. He had a touchdown yes. at 85 yards. You know, it just shows what happens when you allow Joe Burrow to get this level of confidence in a game to be this succinct for the entire game. You're going to end up getting this level of Burrow that we've all been like aware that he can be when he's that even keeled. And it just produces crazy fantasy numbers. Kyle, this is the question of the week. Ooh, should Higgins be ranked ahead of Jamar Chase next week? <sighs> Against Kansas City, I... That's really tough. It is tough. I got it. And my reason for not ranking him ahead of Jamar Chase I would be Tyler Boyd. Because if the team decides to go and just cover the hell out of T Higgins and Jamar Chase. You've just got that in T in Tyler Boyd. There are three pass catchers. You do not want to leave open. So they have to cover all of them. Uh-huh. I'm going to say, I'm going to say I would Kyle, just because I feel like he's more of a mismatch. Mm -hmm. I don't think that like, I'm just, I'm trying to picture Snead trying to cover him right now. Yeah. That's not, that's not happening. No, that, that's that. You're right. That is a good and, mismatch. Who are you can bring Sorensen in there. No, no. don't like that one either. I I would say yes for this game, but honestly, they're both going to be good targets this week. Yeah, they're all going to be fantastic targets. I mean, this is going to be a shootout. I think this is going to be one of those games, them against Kansas City, where you know the rubber meets the road on like exactly how high powered these offenses can be. I don't think so. I think that it's going to come down to who they decide to play or who do they decide to cover and win. Burrow's going to find the open guy. Are you, oh, wait. So you're going off this question. Is there, oh, yeah. is there something about defensive matchups that can give a clue to which Bengals wide receiver will blow up on any given game? That is a good question. Mm -hmm. Sorry. And how, how do you want to answer that one? I just, I just said it really just depends on how the defense decides to cover them. Yeah, so which... I would say, no, I don't think so. Because, I mean, we've seen them do the same thing in zone and heavy. Nobody really heavy blitzes them now because it, it just leaves the backfield wide open. Mm -hmm. Unless you're the Ravens. You guys are playing very hurt. Yes. <laughs> A lot of people there's out. nobody back there. There's but, nobody back there. Yeah. No, I don't I don't think that there's, there's um, in my opinion, I don't think that there's any clue as to what's going to happen before it actually happens. No, we don't have, I mean, I don't have any moles within that locker room to shed more light on that situation. I don't know if you do, but I will say um, the teams that let them have a little bit more up front, like let mixing go off a little bit, or even let P Ryan go off a little bit. They've usually shut down all wide receivers, but at that point you kind of already know. And if mixing goes out, which we saw, I believe in the um, Denver game, then you kind of you kind of struggle on the outside as well. <laughs> Definitely, I still feel that pain. Who have I still feel that pain? <laughs> I will say, Mark Andrews is quarterback proof. He is. He is very quarterback. He's proof. a one size fits all type of guy. Definitely, definitely a quarterback proof tight end, which I'm sure you loved seeing him mm -hmm. be that effective. Um, Definitely okay. brought you a lot of confidence, but let's go back to more wide receivers. AJ Brown, AJ Brown is someone that um, I talked to several people who had 
not checked the lineup right before the game and were really upset with themselves having left him on their benches because mm. he had himself a fantastic game. 11 of 16, 145 yards and a touchdown. You absolutely love to see it. I mean, coming off of not having played the past four weeks and then to have a game like that, I mean... I hope people started him. I hope they did. I hope my one friend that had him on their bench was an anomaly because having that many points on your bench is just disheartening. Like you'd want to quit the entire, you'd want to quit playing fantasy football. I completely agree. And I'm going to go one step further to say it's only going to get better too, because I'm watching these um, offensive linemen go to the second level and just emasculate men, (laughs) just like embarrass them with these blocks. And that's so exciting for your running back receivers as well as your wide receivers. It's beautiful. Love to see it. They've got Miami next week who Miami just looked fantastic. It'll be a little tonight. tough. It'll Miami. be tough. Um, Emmanuel Okwa is a, is a beast. different kind of beast. Yeah. He doesn't get enough attention. People need to give him some clout. Well, when we send him, you know, some merchandise for our thick sixes, then maybe he'll get more clout in the media. <laughs> maybe so. Yes. <laughs> Leave it to us. Listen, we'll, we'll do the heavy lifting. No worries. No yes, worries. because they're marketable. The big men are. This is this You're is not the gonna thing get you me started saying. on this. No, not I know. Get me started on this. I know. You, I will you, say <laughs> I posted to my social media. I had I've never had more offensive linemen in my DMs just being like, "Yeah, thank you, thank you." Like they were also pumped and like, "This is sad. People Aww. need to stick up for these big dudes. They do. Absolutely. They're the only reason your QB can do anything." Debo, one hundred percent. Debo, is Debo a receiver? Is he a running back? Could he be a quarterback? I don't know. He could be anything. He could be anything. But yes, he was amazing. Like he always is. He was the only reason that they looked decent, in my opinion. He's so shifty. So shifty. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he had himself a fantastic game. Over 150 receiving yards, 9 for 11 of his catches, and he had... Uh, five rushing attempts for 32 yards. I mean, you do love to see this crazy level of volume. I mean, that's, I mean, Sands' uh, touchdown. Did he have one that he ran in? Did he? Debo? Not this yeah. game. Not in this game, think. but he has mm-hmm. before. Um, But no, I mean, just to have this level of stats, just all of this off of a no touchdown game as well is pretty insane. It's unbelievable. That's why I'm like clicking back and forth. I'm like, am I missing some random touchdown? Like how, how does he have these crazy numbers? But no. It's true. No, he didn't. Um, Don't make me do the math. I can't do math. Yeah, they were. Jimmy doesn't do well under pressure, and they were bringing the blitz heavy. Yeah, didn't look good. But I mean, that I I think we've talked about Jimmy Garoppolo before, and how you know he does start off the season of like, oh yeah, he's great. You know, why are people trying to replace him? And then you end the season of like, eh, I'm kind of over this. Yeah, I will say the offensive line looked a little off to me. Um, Typically, the 49ers have at least better run blocking um and it just wasn't there hey kyle we're excited you're here (laughs) thanks kyle kyle jumping in saying i'm glad i finally got to watch this show live uh means uh i mean it's fun to look back and stream it on a later date but i love the interactions thanks kyle what i'm hearing sam is that we're a good time yeah we're fun (laughs) (laughs) we think we're fun Uh, at the one yard line Oh, man. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. I do remember that. Man, Albert with a memory. Wow. (laughs) Love it. And then Hoove saying, all right, Maddie, keep taking shots at my Niners. Hey, 
fix the offensive line. I don't know what happened this game. I they couldn't handle the blitz. They couldn't handle the blitz. They couldn't handle zone blitz, especially. I was like, have you guys never seen this before? <laughs> it was new, new to them. It was new. <laughs> it was a surprise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 45 degree stance tackles. Let's go. Absolutely brutal. Um, all right. I want to talk about some receivers that underwhelmed here as well. Uh, going across. Um, CeeDee Lamb obviously didn't hasn't produced as of late, what you'd expect him to. And I don't know that we're going to be seeing that. I mean, after talking about how effective Dallas's defense has been and that the offense hasn't necessarily had to show up as crazy as they need to, do we expect some sort of turnaround for CeeDee Lamb and the rest of the receivers against Arizona? Or do we expect to be another touchdownless week for CeeDee Lamb? He hasn't had a touchdown since week 10. What? That's weird. There has I believe I'm reading that. Yeah. Well, now we're also back to having three really great eligible receivers mm -hmm. and they've kind of had to, it's the same thing. They've had to choose. Um, and it's just been CD has been the guy that's been like the decoy. I feel like that's probably going to continue <laughs> into next like, week. I agree. And I the Cardinals are going to come back with a chip on their shoulder and it's going to be a big test for the Cowboys because the Cowboys are going to come out riding this high. Um, and I think it's going to be a defensive showdown. I, I just, Oh, I don't know. I, I don't trust CD next week. No. And I, I love him. I think he's a great receiver. He might make my list of wide receivers um, with their stock dropping this coming week. Let's put it that way. I'm just not and it's not a knock it. on him at all. No, this is this this is absolutely the situation of the way that the Cowboys are playing, um, the way the defense has shown up, and the way that Dak has had to um, make other players more viable for himself just to stay afloat. Um, Albert wants to know, is Trey Lance starting this coming week? I do not think so. Uh, no. Jimmy Garoppolo had over 300 passing yards and at least one touchdown. I mean, he's yeah. he would have had to have a far, far worse week to get benched. Um, yeah. I think they're going to see the rest of the season out with him. Barring anything crazy, I do not see Trey Lance getting in there. Unless they okay. get to a crazy lead, then you could see some Trey Lance, but I yeah. don't think it's happening. They play the Texans next week. It's a lot of what I'm talking about has it can be fixed on the offensive line, I think. Jimmy G's more comfy whenever he has nice protection. So no. um I don't think the Bills are or, I'm sorry, I don't think the Texans are gonna threaten that too much. Yeah. And then Albert, uh, Kyle also jumping in here and saying, uh, I think that the report is uh, that they will test out Jimmy throwing later in the week, but looks like Lance has a better than 50-50 shot at starting. So I didn't maybe... see that. From what I heard this morning, oh, yeah. he, he was Thumbs good hurt. to go, though. He just wasn't going to practice. Yeah, that's the other thing. They could probably just rest him and it'll be fine. And they'll end up getting the start. You guys also have to remember, like, we are into game management mode. Like, there's a whole extra game at the end of the season. Yes, that is also a huge take for, especially for fantasy takeaways. I mean, I don't know how many leagues you have that have adjusted the style which they do the playoffs because of the extended um, season. But one league that I'm in, our championship matchup was this past weekend. And I know that one rule that we'll be reassessing next year is pushing it another week so that we can have more of a wild card kind of round going into the playoffs and extend yeah. it into that later week. But at least for that league, we wanted to see 
what kind of load management they were going to have with some big players, whether or not the NFL was even going to do it. And it, at this point, it doesn't seem like they're really doing that very much with many players because it's the NFL and they're also dealing with so many players that are out due to COVID, COVID. that they, they can't afford to do some sort of load management situation um, with any of their players. But I think that's also why we're seeing teams that are really stacked like Dallas defensively. Mm -hmm. The fact that these guys are able to play multiple positions and the depth is there. That's why they seem so successful is because they're able to rest a little bit more. Definitely. No, I, I keep doing this. I keep reading the comments and not putting up there. Yes. I agree (laughs) with Kyle, Kyle, Albert, definitely something to monitor. Definitely something to monitor. Um, I obviously think that there should be a better week ahead for Tyreek Hill. I mean, I, I can't imagine him going another week with only two catches. Um, they see can't, they see Cincinnati next week. He's just such a speed demon that I wouldn't want to bend against him. Not next week. That's Next week's going to be tough. That's going to be a mismatch. He is so quick. It's just yeah. going to be, yeah, yeah. He'll have to keep running all over the place, getting open. I think it'll only help him to have Travis Kelsey back um, because he is such a big target for a lot of defenses to try and shut down as well. Um, Hopefully he does get back. The Bengals have been pretty decent with shutting down tight ends. And, I mean, now that CH is hurt again, I don't know if he's going to be – I don't know if he's playing or not. Is he back? Yeah, I think it's a bit of a question. he's questionable. So Williams hasn't really proved – that well and then you have Patrick Mahomes so it's I I don't think that he's going to have his best game of the year but I do think it's going to be better than what he showed us this week definitely um let's talk about tight ends quickly then since we just touched briefly on Travis Kelsey um obviously he's out and hopefully he does come back this next week uh George Kittle had a very underwhelming week he only had two catches on three targets for 21 yards Brutal, but again, hopefully against Houston, they can get him more involved. Dalton Schultz, on the other hand, had a fantastic game for tight ends, at least, with eight catches on nine targets, 82 yards, and a touchdown as well. Mm -hmm. And Dalton Schultz is becoming that guy. Mm -hmm. He's becoming this kind of safety net for Dak when his receivers are all covered. Yes. and Yeah. And he's doing a lot of this coming off the ball. Um, he did miss a couple, or there was one big, one big um, reception that he missed that could have solidified him a little bit more. But he's growing, he's improving each week. I already talked about. Everybody knows I'm a big fan of Hot Mark. Mark Andrews killed it this week. Quarterback proof. No matter who's in there, he's going to get targets. Yes. Uh, Let's talk about Kyle Pitts, uh, who had a fantastic week, over 100, receiving yards, six for six on his catches, still got kept out of the end zone, which is brutal, but they take on Buffalo next week. Are you thinking another big week for him, or is it going to cool off because this Buffalo's defense is pretty tough? I do think it's going to cool off a little bit. Um, Kyle Pitts is about to face things that he hasn't really seen much in the league defensively. but yeah, I mean, he's another one of those guys that's just like an incredible mismatch. Uh, that, I mean, it goes back to he's like, he's one of the only people on that team that's an eligible target. Yeah. So if you can shut him down, uh, you keep him out of the end zone, which is what happened this week, um, you know, it, it helps you out a little bit. So I think that they're going to come out, they're going to come out ready for Kyle Pitts. 
Definitely going to come out ready for him. I mean, it's just, it's a tough offense to find bright spots in. So I'm sure it's going to be pretty quick for them to make sure they cover them well. Um, on the other side of the ball, Dawson Knox had one touchdown that kind of saved his fantasy week, but he did only have two catches against New England. Against Atlanta, I like him a little bit more. I like him a lot, a lot more. more. <laughs> a lot more. He's going to find the end zone. Yeah. No, he'll definitely have a much better week next week. Um, he'll be on my stock up, definitely going into that article this coming week um and then another tight end that very much disappointed hunter henry only a single catch <sighs> coming off of two touchdowns and six catches what a way to fall hunter henry what do you that think? was that was a hard fall but honestly i haven't been really big on hunter henry all year no he's been too hit or miss um i think when we go into analysis off season of how we're going to rank these tight ends that's going to play into it but it also it also is going to depend on what weapons that they add to or even take away from the patriots roster just to see what they put around mac jones um i was yeah. i was yeah i was hurt by gronk this week just yeah. I don't even have him in any leagues, but really, this should have been a week that he could have gone off, and he he didn't. should have gone off. Like he should have. He had so the opportunity mad. too. Yeah, he had the opportunities. Um, you know, Brady is gonna go to his safety net and safety blanket in Gronk, but he only saw two targets. That's the weird thing too, is that he wasn't looking for him, and it was like you know he's there, he's there, right? Like, were you he confused? Is there. Go to. Didn't have a terrible game. He schematically he wasn't set up to have an outstanding game. Yeah. Fantasy wise, yes, but don't don't get too down on him, Albert. Yeah. And um, and f this one from Twitch the from the real OJ Simpson, Simpson. thirty three. Okay. Um, do you read the chat? We do our best, but I think it's sometimes difficult when we're streaming. The first chat messages we see come in from YouTube, but as mm -hmm. soon as we see them populate, we try and get to them as quickly as we can. So appreciate you guys tuning in um, from sure, wherever sure. you're tuning in. <laughs> all of the spaces, all of the spaces, all of them. We love it. Any last thoughts on this week that you want to wrap up our episode with, Maddie? I just don't even want week 16 to be over because my big guys had so much clout this week. It was just, it was really nice to see everybody cheering on my big dude. So yes, definitely be sad that it's ending. Um, let's, oh. let's end on this one. I like this one. Thoughts on Jonathan Taylor, his performance this weekend, how we feel he's going to be next week. I mean, he had over 100 rushing yards, which you like, but mm -hmm. he just get kept out of the end zone, and that's going to happen. He's going to be the bell cow, and he's always going to have this crazy volume, but when he gets kept out of the end zone, it's going to hurt. And do I think it happens again next week? Absolutely not. He is far too, too ridiculous to stay out of the end zone again against the Raiders as well. Yeah. It's I don't like the Raiders this week, so I think it's definitely going to be a big Jonathan Taylor week next week. Absolutely yeah. no situation I would bench him in. I would also like to point out they were down their center and both guards, and that's a huge deal. And then they lost Eric Fisher. So when you have that big of a loss on your offensive line, that's really going to affect your backfield. So he's – I mean, he's going to be fine. Yeah. But – I think that a big contributor was they were able to shut that down a little bit more because they were missing big guys up front. 
Definitely. And Albert's hoping that you get three more alignment touchdowns next week. Albert, that sentiment. Thank you for manifesting that. Let's make this happen. Let's make it happen. Thank you so much. And Kyle saying great episode, fun times in the chat with everyone. Thank you all for tuning in and being so active in the chat with us this week. We always have a fantastic time on Monday nights to chat with we all do. of you, cover the week that was and cover all of the fun fantasy output. Maddie, do you have anything coming out this week? Everyone should keep an eye out for um, the first look with doc on Wednesday. And I think that's about it. We're starting nice. to get down to the end of the season. We're really starting to get down there. And then, you know, I'll hopefully get like a little mini vacation. Um, I do love as much football as I can take. However, the late nights of writing these articles that does take it quite a bit. They do help me though. I love your articles. (laughs) As long as they help, I appreciate it. Um, I'll be working on my look, uh, my stock watch article that will drop tomorrow. And then I've got the fantasy debate with Sam and Tate that will come out either on Wednesday night. We'll record and it'll, no matter what, it'll drop on Thursday. So you guys will get to tune in for that. And Tate and I will. Which is super fun. It is fun. We have a great time. I think that you'd love to chat with Tate as well because he does as just as many movie quotes as you do. So we have a good time. Um, and then what else? I think that's it for the rest of the week. I think. And we have a new year. I'll and we have a new year. year. <laughs> yeah, we do. I had to make the dad joke. <laughs> and we have a new year. So I'll see you next year. That's the that's the true dad joke right there. I'll see you in a there year. There we go. Yeah, perfect. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. We do. Um, thanks for listening to the Look Back Podcast. Check out all the other content, seasonal and DFS tools, as well as premium access to our staff for all your fantasy sports questions in the members-only Discord right here at drrota.com. Have a wonderful week, you guys, and have a very happy new year. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.